Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So let's get started. Our guests on today's podcast are coming to us from Sao Paulo, Brazil. This will be our first podcast featuring the connections So Powerful has in South America. While it is the middle of a hot, sunny summer in North America, it's winter in Sao Paulo, where they are experiencing cool, cloudy conditions today. But that didn't deter Sue Benman Selesi and Victoria Batista. They are here, and we are excited to explore what is going on with So Powerful in Brazil. Sue serves as the regional coordinator for So Powerful, and Victoria is a recent university graduate who organized a very productive So Powerful project. Welcome, Sue. Thank you. And bem-venida, Victoria. Obrigada. <laughs> Sue, let's begin with you. What is your role with So Powerful? I mentioned that you're the regional coordinator, but for any of our listeners who are on Facebook on Sunday, um, they'll recognize another very important role that you have with So Powerful. So tell us all about that. Well, I organize the uh, weekly challenges, just a way for us to think about making purses in a different way, to get up off our couches, maybe a little bit of a push or an inspiration or a new way to look at our, our stash so that we get up and make a purse based on a theme for the week. You don't have to do it. But if you want to do it, it can be a lot of fun and a different way of thinking about some of the, the ways that we make purses. And what are some of the recent challenges that we've had? Well, right now we're having the mechanical machinery uh, challenge, which is if you have fabric or, or embellishments, I'm going to put little washers as, and, and buttons as part of the embellishments. Anything mechanical looking, computers, stuff like that. It could be anything like that. Wow. And yeah. recently we've had one for, in honor of one of our members, Shirley, who likes elephants and butterflies and other things like that. And what else have we done recently? Do you remember? Um, Chevron. Chevron. And New huh? York. New York. And we've done, so do something that relates to New York or to different patterns, different colors, different sizes of flowers, different plants, biomes, oh, TV shows, movies, anything. We do, we just do whatever. Yeah, there's, there's so much fun. Tell us a little bit about where you live and, uh, and your career. It's just so interesting. I live in Sao Paulo, Brazil. It's a city of 20 million people. It's probably the largest city in South America. I work as an author and an editor of English language textbooks. And so like you think about your high school Spanish book, you don't never think who wrote this stuff. Well, it, I write this stuff for people all over the world learning English. I write that kind of material, English language learning material. So I edit the material for other people and I work part of a big project that teaches English in poor communities using volunteer teachers also. And what brought you to Brazil originally? I came down to Brazil to teach English as a foreign language. And then while I was down here on a six month trip, I met this very nice guy and we got married and we had children and now we have grandchildren together and dogs. And that's, I've just stayed in Brazil since 1987. Wow, oh my goodness. Now you had a very happy occasion and you spent some time in the US because of that earlier this year. Tell us about that. My husband, Ricardo, we have 
two daughters and one of them had a daughter in California just in March right now. And so I am now a grandmother and I spent two and a half months in California helping out and trying to get everybody up on their feet and running. It was really fun. We're interviewing you and Victoria because the story that Victoria wrote and she co-authored that with, how do you pronounce her co-author's name? Ketsia Prado. And Ketsia cannot be with us today, but Victoria co-authored an article called Fashion Design Students Break Barriers, and it was about the work they did at the university. Tell us about the university. I know about the university because I go to the dog park here in, in the neighborhood, and I met a woman who was a coordinator in the fashion design college there, and we started talking about what I do in my free time, that I like to sew, and that, by the way, I'm working on purses that I make, and that kind of thing. She said, that sounds like a great project, because this university tries to focus not just on fashion, but on how fashion can make a difference in the world. And this seemed like a perfect connection between making a difference and a bunch of young people who are learning to, to design products and to sew products and to produce products, not just for the catwalk, but to make a difference. And what is the name of the university again? IMB Morumbi. Okay, easy for you to say. Okay, so this connection happened in a dog park. So for our listeners, if you want to engage people with So Powerful, apparently you can do it anytime, anyplace, anywhere, as Sue has just proven. Were you involved with the students in 2017 when they were working on this project? This person in the dog park asked me to go and do a presentation about So Powerful and talk to a group of the students. And so I went and I prepared a PowerPoint presentation about the project. And by the time we were done, after a 20-minute project, we had people in tears, which is good when you're trying to be effective. And what I saw was that they had big boxes of fabric, of scraps of all kinds of fabric, and then room after room after room of industrial sewing machines. And so I saw this perfect connection of reusing things, of having people who are, are beginning or basic sewers. Some of them, some of these sewists were, were actually quite, quite good. And of course they had access to these wonderful machines. So I basically went back another day and taught them how to cut fabric and how to put it together. And they started producing purses and did an amazing amount in those first couple of years. Wow. And is that project still going on, to your knowledge? Well, right now we're having COVID. So well, true. So yeah. let me just go and ask Victoria. What she said was that because of the, the COVID right now, all of the extra projects have stopped. Mm -hmm. But uh, when things start up again, she plans to go back and talk to the professors and talk to the students and get it going again. Oh, wow. Well, that's wonderful. Well, so why don't we transition over, and I have a lot of questions for Victoria. For our listeners, I, I hope this is going to work out well. We're going to, to try and do some translation on the fly here, so let's see, let's see how this works. Victoria, what did you study at the university? When did you graduate? She started at the university in 2015, and she graduated in 2018 with a degree in fashion design. Okay. And why, why did you choose fashion design as your course of study? 
Ah, porque desde pequena eu gostei, gosto de costurar, aprendi com a minha avó desde pequenininha, né? E aí isso foi me incentivando, me incentivando. Ever since she was very little, she has liked sewing, and she actually learned with her grandmother, who motivated her a lot to learn to sew. And so that's why she decided to join the fashion design program. What kind of items were you making initially? What, what did you start out making? She began by learning how to hem clothes, and she also made a lot of doll clothes. Yeah, we all start out with doll clothes. And Victoria, how did you hear about So Powerful? She became involved with the program after Ketsia Prado, uh, another student at the university, had a thesis that she was trying to prove, which was that fashion isn't just fashion, that it can be an agent for social change. And so she was working with Ketsi just a little bit and two of the professors at the university found out about So Powerful through me and then came to talk to them about starting a project there. What was it about So Powerful that appealed to you, Victoria, and, and maybe to the other students as well? Praticamente tudo, mas assim, a parte da gente a gente tinha que procurar tecidos por conta da gente ter bastante descarte de material de tecido. She says that she really liked the entire project, but that it was interesting because they have so many bits and scraps of fabric at the university, that it was fun to be able to separate it, to organize it, to see how it fit into purses together. All of these separate bits would fit into purses, and that the students separated themselves into different sort of skill sets. Some of them like to get the fabric out of the boxes and start straightening out the pieces and sorting them, Others would separate them by color and make sure that they worked as a purse. Others would cut. And Victoria's job herself was to be one of the seamstresses. She likes to sew. All right. What did you do on the campus and in social media to raise awareness for your project, to get other people to help and to volunteer along with you? Well, a gente fez um banner, né? um cartaz. They started off with a banner, a kind of poster that they made that they put up on the campus. And then they started advertising in Facebook and Instagram. And then they spread the word all over the campus that anybody who was interested in participating in any part of the project could get in touch with them at the fashion design section of the university. Then they had a specific workshop to learn how to sew the purses. And that's what really got a lot of the students involved. And how many students participated? No início, a gente estava envolvido. In the beginning, they had about 40 students. Wow. Wow, that's a lot. And how many purses did you make that first year? No primeiro ano, a gente fez 88 bolsas. In the first year, she remembers that we made 88 purses. And I brought them with me in my suitcase to the United States and mailed them from there. Oh. And in the second year, they made over 100 purses. Wow. Is this like a semester-long project? How, how long did it take to make 88 purses? Bom, o projeto a gente trabalha com dois bimestres. They had two bimesters in which they did the first 88 purses, which meant that it started in February and ended in August, roughly. And uh, it took the longest time for them to separate the fabrics, find the appropriate fabrics, get everything ready in that way. And then they had to learn to sew the purses. And that was the part that separating and learning to sew the purses took the longest. Once they got it, 
they managed to do most of the 88 purses in about a month. Oh, wow. Wow, that's amazing. That is amazing. Why don't we take a quick break here? And when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Sue Banman Celesi and with Victoria Baptista. We're coming to us from Sao Paulo, Brazil. Have you gotten the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book? This updated version of the original bestseller, 4.9 out of 5 stars, by the way, is again authored by So Powerful co-founders Jason and Cinnamon Miles. It is available on Amazon in paperback or for your Kindle reader. This latest edition is packed full of moving stories about how So Powerful came to be, the volunteers who make it happen, and the way this small movement has grown into a global mission to break the cycle of poverty through education and the dignity of work. And don't forget, when you place your order, if you use smile.amazon.com and designate So Powerful as your preferred charity, Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase right back to So Powerful. Welcome back. Our guests today are coming to us from Sao Paulo, Brazil, and they're talking to us about the so powerful connection that we have in South America. Victoria, if we could continue with you. In your story, you say that fashion design has a fundamental role in society, and that includes social, economic, and political responsibilities. Can you talk a little bit about that? And then I'm going to ask you a, a follow-up question about how you relate that to the goals of So Powerful. This is like an essay question at university. Oh. I can tell this is going to be a good answer. Okay, it is, actually. Faço sim. É, a questão de a gente envolver o papel fundamental na sociedade, incluindo a responsabilidade social, econômica e política, the fundamental role of in society with the social, economic, and political impact comes from the idea that people always think of fashion and fashion design as the catwalk and glamour and just money. And actually, they like to think about the about fashion design as a way of impacting other people, of making a difference to other people. And so the Zambia project worked out really well because it fits exactly that. They're using what others might consider waste, our scraps, little pieces, lots of waste. And they're using that to think of other people and to use fashion for, uh, for these other goals. Right. That is a plus answer. That's excellent. So how do you relate what you studied in fashion design school how does that relate to the goals of So Powerful? Praticamente tudo, né? Porque a gente não tinha noção de como... She felt that everything about the project, about the So Powerful project, uh, was meaningful to them and impactful to them because they had absolutely no idea what life in Zambia was like. And so it really, that really opened up their minds and it opened up their minds to how waste and how what someone else might throw away can be used to impact the lives of other people. Yeah, very good answer. And how has what you studied as a fashion design student 
affected you personally and how you might live your day-to-day -day life? Ah, ela fez eu pensar muito na questão do meio ambiente, a moda em si, porque até então... She says that when she started, she also thought about fashion design as a glamorous option for a career. But she very quickly learned that uh, it creates a lot of waste. And so one of her goals was to, even now, one of her goals is to focus on avoiding waste, creating things that do not waste, and if she, if she does make some waste, to try to use it up in a constructive way. Hmm. I like that. That's that's very interesting. I have a question for both of you, and maybe Sue, you can answer first, and um, let Victoria know that we'll ask her this same question in just a moment. Um, is there anything you'd like to say to people who might be considering sewing purses for So Powerful, but they just haven't started doing it yet? What I would say is to just go ahead and do it. Um, if you have any questions about how it's done, we have a Facebook community that is extremely uh, supportive, extremely helpful, extremely active, and very, very kind. So if you have any question of any kind, anything that's tripping you up, ask in the group and someone's going to have an answer. There's, there's no reason to be afraid of the pattern. There's no reason to be worried about it. And we we never find that a purse is ugly. Every single purse that anybody makes contributes to the cause. Some girl will love it, and we get very excited to see pretty much everything. Okay, and Victoria? Que é para pessoas sempre se quer participar. Victoria says to just go ahead and dive right in. It's really gratifying and really fun to be able to help someone else and to find out that with a small amount of effort, a small amount of time, we're able to help girls somewhere else to uh, proceed with their lives. It's a simple act, but it really helps somebody else. And do either one of you have ideas about how we can get more people, particularly in Brazil, to join in and, and help us out outside of the university? I can tell you the truth, Jan, if you want to know the truth. Sure, let's hear it. <laughs> the truth is, that the economic reality of Brazil is that many people cannot just sew as a hobby or to mm -hmm. sew to help other people. They sew often because they need to use it as a source of income. Mm -hmm. And so to say to them, go ahead and sew this thing and donate it and give it to someone else isn't always as, of, as easy as it is in the United States because it isn't a hobby. It's a, it's a real way of staying alive uh, or making ends meet within a family. So that's why the, the view of sewing is just a little bit different in Brazil. I, I think that's really important for people to understand that circumstances are different in different places and, and the way that we should approach it is going to have to be different. But quilting is on the rise. They call it patchwork in Brazil and it's on the rise and it's growing fast. So there are some conferences that I would like to be able to go to as soon as my life still settles down just enough um, to be able to kind of do what we were doing in the United States, which mm -hmm. is going to book conferences and meeting these people that have a little extra income, that have a little bit of extra fabric and get them to, to sew the purses. It just hasn't happened yet. Right. Well, and you may know we were scheduled, I think, to go to about 20 different quilt shows in the U.S. this year. And um, the first three and a half happened. <laughs> the third one was canceled about halfway through and the rest have all been canceled this year. But of course, we're hopeful for next year. Yeah. Victoria, have any ideas? É, ou também a gente fazer a questão 
her idea is to offer workshops because there are a lot of people who would love to learn how to sew but do not know how to sew or know where to get instruction. So we offer instruction and then we also say at the same time, why don't you make a purse for Sew Powerful? And that will be, you know, your payment for this instruction. <laughs> that sounds like a great idea, Victoria. Thank you. <laughs> um, we're going to wrap it up and Thank you both very much for your time, Sue and Victoria. It's been so interesting to talk to you and hear your perspective and um, hear the background of the story called Fashion Design Students Break Barriers that is published in the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book. So congratulations, Victoria, on being published. And thank you so much for your time today, both of you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L dot O-R-G. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful story. Thanks for listening. Now, go out and have a So Powerful day. <laughs>